Hello, good morning. If you hear my teeth chattering throughout this uh, cold brew convo, it is because it is extra cold today here uh, up in the attic in Nashville, Tennessee. And if you're wondering, huh, Candice, what attic do you speak of? Um, If you don't know, I record all of my podcasts uh, whenever I'm here at home. I record them in an attic. So it's um, like an unfinished attic space above the garage. There is an air vent and it is facing me, but it's just the heat is not really, it's not cranking today. And it has been a frosty, just a frosty week. She has been a frosty bee of a week um, this this past week. Uh, so I am so looking forward this to this new week and hopefully warmer temperatures. I feel like this is some sort of karmic payback for... Remember when you know the big, the big snow and frost came in over December, and there were all those videos on TikTok or not that I I say TikTok as if I actually go on TikTok, um, but all those videos on social media platforms of people trying to drive their car on the ice, which is a terrible idea, or people trying to like walk uphill of just like ice sheet like the entire sidewalk was made of ice and it's like they're trying to just use their normal shoes instead of like they need those little pickaxe shoes you know if you watch Everest documentaries they're always they have those like spiky heeled you know dagger shoes that's what you would need to walk up a, a you know a slope of ice like that but they're just trying to walk up in their own like typical normal tennis shoes or house shoes and they fall and they slide And I watched those videos and I laughed. I laughed a lot. And I would rewatch the same video and laugh again. You know, it's the same thing as when I watch America's Funniest Home Videos. I know a lot of people think it's hilarious when, you know, it's usually a child with a pinata stick trying to hit the pinata and they end up hitting, you know, a gentleman's, a gentleman's pinatas, if you will. And uh, where no candy's falling out, they're just falling down in pain. And most people think that that's the funniest part of an AFE, you know, show. And um, I got it. I feel bad saying this, but it's when people fall. It's when people, it's just the simple act of people always climbing upstairs and just some something happens with their equilibrium or their weight distribution. And they just have this dramatic like, oh, oh. Oh, and then they they just fall off of like a, a patio, and it gets me every time. Gets me every time. So I feel like this past week has been my karmic payback for laughing at all those people falling down the the ice slope and all those people falling on America's Funniest Home Videos because it has just been it, just an icy week in Nashville. Schools were closed multiple days in a row. Um, they couldn't even call it like proper snow days because it didn't even snow. It was just the anticipation of roads being unsafe to drive on. And I want to keep the children safe. We all want to keep each other safe. You know, I'm not saying let's chance it. That's not what I'm saying. It's just... I'm glad that we were extra precautionary, Um, but, you know, thank goodness everything was fine. All the roads were fine, but our children were all home for 
three days in a row, which kind of, I think, uprooted at most people's schedules based off of the mom chats that I'm on. And uh, it was just one of those weeks where you, you had to really learn that you cannot, that sometimes you just got to go with the flow of, um, you know, a fake ice storm and a fake snow day. Um, but it is still very cold and very, very chilly. And, uh, and so I, I record these podcasts in my very cold attic because it is also the quietest place. So when the children are here, um, I actually have, um, you know, some sort of spider filled, you know, nails, just open nails all out the walls and the ceilings just pointed at me. Um, you know, that kind of, that feeling of a sanctuary, uh, in order to record this podcast in. And if you're wondering, yes, I am still drinking cold brew. I am still drinking cold coffee. I am a diehard cold brew gal. This one I made myself. I've got this nifty little, um, you know, it's just, it's not that special. You can get them on Amazon for like 20 bucks, but you can make your own cold brew. And there's a great coffee shop here in Nashville I love called The Well. And The Well has um, a fantastic uh, bean that is appropriate for, for cold brewing. But it's still very cold. It's very cold. Um, and I also realize, you know, when the children are home, it's very hard to come up with activities on the fly. Like, you know, I go on Pinterest and it's like everything, it's too much. It's too much. I mean, even something as simple as an art afternoon. I was like, this is great. You know, I, I always have all these art supplies you know, I always, on a, for a rainy day, get, you know, the dollar section at Target. You get all those little, like, paints and those little things. And uh, and you think it's going to be fun. You have this image in your head of all of you just, like, ah, painting and enjoying it. And, you know, there it's like after a few minutes, it's kind of like, okay, we did that. And we're done now. And and now what do you have to entertain us? And uh, and that that's a tough, that's a tough job. That is a tough job. So shout out. To everyone else who had children home this week um, and trying to get anything done and also just feeling like uh, <laughs> just trying to entertain them, you know, it's always it is that is always a journey. Um, I I definitely I also realized in, you know, I'm so grateful. I've had so many people reach out and say that they've really enjoyed these cold brew conversations um, that I've been having with you and basically myself. So you get a little tour of what my, how my brain operates and what it sounds like in my head, but also, <laughs> um, it's been fun to get feedback from you guys. So I appreciate it. The one thing that I, I kept getting asked is I never, I realized I never fulfilled my review of the Elizabeth Arden cream. If you're wondering what, uh, the Elizabeth Arden cream is referencing, it is, it is a cream. It's been around for a very long time. It is like a extra hydrating, like eight hour cream. It is referenced in you know, Prince Harry's book Spare, in which he puts it on a frozen part of his body, his, um, not necessarily his pinatas, but his personal pinata stick, if you will. And, uh, and, 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 and says that it helped him out when it was, uh, when it was feeling a bit chapped. And so I was wondering, well, if, if that's what it does for his pinata stick, what will it do for my dry hands and my dry winter skin in all this cold weather? And he also said that he puts it on his lips, which is interesting to combine those, you know, pinata stick and your, your lips, same cream, you know, no judgment, 
if it works, it works. It's all skin. You know, what is the largest organ of your body? Your skin. Important information. If you didn't know that, there you go. You're welcome. That's a great way to start off your week with that fun fact. It's all part of it's all part of your same body and your large organ of skin. Um, but so I did order the cream because I'm a skincare junkie and I have to try everything. And I gotta say, it's a fantastic cream. Works great on the hands. You know, if you get like, I definitely, if I were in the snow and had like the chapped cheeks, I think it would be great for that. I, I'm I'm looking forward to trying it out this summer. If I, you know, ever go below a hundred SPF and get some sort of sunburn, which I can't imagine that ever happening at this point in my life. But you know, if if something happens, um, I would try it on that and uh, and see how that goes. I will say it is very perfumed. So putting it on your lips is like a lip chap is, um, it's a, it doesn't have a great taste. Oh, I mean, I feel like I'm just digging myself into a hole with how I'm going to continue this conversation. But I also think it's interesting. Like it is a very, very perfumed cream. So while I enjoyed it on hands, you know, enjoyed it on my cheeks, you know, if I had any other like, you know, little eczema patches that flare up sometimes, I don't know if I, you know, I'm not a dermatologist, but maybe I'd try it on that. Do not take my word for it. Check with your doctor. Um, but I don't know if the pinata stick, it's a very perfumed cream is all I'll say. So that, that is my professional review of the Elizabeth Arden cream, not sponsored, not sponsored, just a fan of, um, you know, how I've chosen to place the perfumed eight-hour ultra-hydrating Elizabeth Arden cream. So for those that were wondering what my review is, that is my review. And um, do, do with it what you will. Do with it what you will. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Well, the time has come. It's time for me to start paying attention to what I'm putting into my body. I need fuel. I need energy. I need plant-based proteins and superfoods. Well, thank goodness 310 Nutrition is helping me and you, my listeners, in this new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options of delicious flavors and preferences. I can't just drink water. I like water with flavor. I like protein with flavor. And thank goodness, 310 Nutrition offers so many different options. They have six flavors like lemon lime, strawberry, peach mango, wild berry, watermelon, and cucumber, which is exactly what I need when I'm trying to hydrate throughout the day because you know I love my cold brew coffees, but those are dehydrating and I need to rehydrate. So thank goodness their Hydrate Point supercharges water with key vitamins, electrolytes, and minerals. You just add one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, which can provide the same amount of hydration that is equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. And I need it. 
Not only am I getting rehydrated, but it helps to start my day with more energy, greater focus. I'm feeling refreshed while maintaining my hydration without having to drink as much H2O on its own. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Superbloom and giving my listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it is really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you're going to use. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code SUPERBLOOM right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code SUPERBLOOM. It's funny that frozen has been such a, like the feeling of being frozen has been such a theme in this last week. (laughs) Um, And you're going to, if you listen to the episode coming out this week, you're also going to hear me referencing uh, the movie Frozen 2. But I also just feel like this is an important, I just got to really lean in to, uh, to, you know, my, my recent kind of, reimagined love for this movie. I love Frozen 1, love Frozen 2. I have two young daughters, so obviously we watch it a lot. Any, you know, Disney movie, we watch a lot in this house. They're always on rotation whenever we can convince my 2-year-old not to watch The Grinch. Um she she's a she has unique taste, my 2-year-old. Uh like I don't know if you follow me on social media, you'll you knew that maybe in October of last year when we were shopping for Halloween decorations, she became very passionate about a baby doll that we bought at the Spirit Halloween store. And this baby doll is like a demon baby doll, and it has little spiders crawling all over it, including like out of its mouth, as if it's, you can't tell, like, is it eating the spiders? Is it regurgitating the spiders? Don't know. I don't know the history of like the storytelling of how this, you know, demon baby came to be. Um, But she loved it. She said, baby doll. She reached for it. I thought it was funny. I I let her hold it. This became her favorite toy for a while. She liked to, for it to sit with her on the couch while she watched her Disney films. Um, They would hold hands. She'd hold its hand. Um, you know, it's even adults would come over to the house and be like, wow, that's a terrifying, terrifying, you know, baby decoration. I was like, well, it's more than a decoration. It's become a member of the family. So please be respectful to our demon baby. That's October. And by the time we get to Christmas, um, you know, we go through all the classics and my older child wants to try watching the Grinch again. And not the classic, you know, cartoon The Grinch movie, but the live action Jim Carrey, you know, with all the creepy faces, that Grinch. And she was still, my seven-year-old, still slightly disturbed by it. Two-year-old, favorite movie. Favorite film. That is all she wants to watch is the Grinch, even right now. She can't fully pronounce it, but she just says like Grinch over and over and over until eventually it is on the television. Um, And she loves him. She loves the Grinch. So very interested to see um, how that all develops. Uh, But luckily Frozen 2 is also in the rotation 
which I never honestly paid much attention to. You know, I saw it um, in the theater with uh, my seven-year-old at the time years ago, and I've rewatched it. Sorry, my nose is running from how how cold it is. I'm wrapped in blankets. <laughs> I have like a thick wool sweater on. <laughs> it's cold. Oh man, it's so cold here. My golf lesson was canceled. Oh, um, which is another tangent I can go on after I complete my Frozen 2 tangent. But um, it uh, Frozen 2 actually has a lot more life advice than I originally was able to absorb. And what's even funnier is I, I, I love therapy. If you follow me for years on, on, on any interviews or podcast, I talk about therapy all the time. I'm a, a big champion of therapy. I benefited greatly from it throughout the course of my life. And, um, and I'm in therapy now, uh, with a great psychologist and he, he, I don't think he realized he keeps like quoting frozen too, and he's never seen it. You know, he's an older gentleman and I don't know, you know, as much as I wish I could ask like a million questions, I, I respect the the professional boundaries and I don't. Um, but he's not seen Frozen 2 because I've asked him and he keeps quoting it. And it's so true. It's like it's there's this beautiful you know part where Elsa starts hearing this voice and this calling, but she's trying to ignore it. And the more that she ignores it, the more, you know, complicated her journey is and, and problems keep arising until finally if she just like would just go down the path that is calling to her, you know, it's into the unknown and it's it's very scary and, you know, something you can hear it, but you don't want to. And, and it's just very funny. And I... And I, there's an interview coming out this week, and the, this is a part of the conversation I have with my guests. Is I'm just like, have you seen Frozen 2? Because I think you should watch it, and it will change your life. And I think this will also, you know, paralleled with therapy. There you go. The, Frozen 2 can save the world. Um, but another great song that I think is totally an underdog in the movie is when Anna comes in hot, just saying you got to take the next right step. You just got to do the next right thing. That's it. That's all you have to do. It's a fantastic song. If you don't feel like watching the movie, just listen to that song. And Anna is simply singing about, you know, having to like climb out of, you know, a very overwhelming, you know, sad, scary, dark place and realizing you can't, you just got to do the next right thing. That's all you can do one step at a time. And I think that that is a wonderful theme. And that is another thing my therapist has said. Sometimes he said, Candace, sometimes you just got to do the next right thing. And I was like, yes, yes, you do. You know who else says that? Anna, because Frozen 2 is awesome. And Anna and Elsa know their shit. They know their shit. I mean, don't even get me started on Olaf and his wisdom nuggets throughout the entire film in the second the second film. That's a whole other pot. We're going to save that for a whole other coffee cold brew. Um, but that just goes right back to, you know, sometimes your city freezes over, school gets canceled. Everything that you had planned for that week has to be moved around. And then when you move it around, nothing goes right. And, and you, it can all be overwhelming. And then while things are going right, things can also be going wrong. And when you're trying to just like do everything all at once. Sometimes you can't. 
And sometimes you just got to do the next right thing. (laughs) Right? Right? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, I've got a few questions I'm excited to answer today. Let me take another cold drink of my cold brew. Oh, man. These are great questions. And I also mentioned on on um, the podcast Instagram at a Superbloom pod uh, that I love like the deeper life questions. Bring them on. Let's do it. Let's kick off the week going there. I mean, obviously, this has already been a very, you know, deep coffee cold brew with my frozen two wisdom. But you can also throw in some fun pop culture questions, you know, some silly things. I love that too. Um, I'm a big fan of all things pop culture, especially celebrity gossip. That is my form of meditation. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast and and many interviews before. Um, So I love this question that I got um, from, I don't know exactly what your real name is because I think it's like a fun name. It's Vroni. Don't know, but I love this. You said pop culture question. What do you think about the Nepo baby debate? Oh, man. Oh, man. Am I going to get in trouble? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how much trouble I can get into. I think that, like, it's 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 like this isn't surprising. Yeah, I also think that, yeah, it's a it's a bummer. It's frustrating for a lot of people. I I also understand that there's also an element of family business, you know, um, it, it's in any industry so much relies on, you know, who, you know, who you can get in front of, you know, connections. And, and I, you know, I've just, I know some people who are not Nepo babies at all and have freaking amazing careers because they are so good at connecting with people, staying in touch with people. Um, you know, they're just so good at networking. And so, yeah, I think it absolutely benefits anyone who has parents that are within an industry. Of course, you know, the reality is, is if I had wanted to be a doctor, my dad's a doctor, I'm sure that that would have benefited me greatly. I don't know how, but I'm sure it would have. Um, I think any industry that you have parents in that you want to get in, you are going to have an added level of education and opportunity. Um, and, and I, yeah. I think it's just, it's pretty obvious what it is. It does not mean it's not frustrating, but I also think that, that it's just, it's, you can't get rid of it. It's just part of, you know, where we're at in society. It's just, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Um, you know, the reality is, is like, even I had my daughter come with me to, um, film the last episode of Legacies, which is part of the Vampire Diaries trilogy, which was the show that I was on. Um, and, uh, and so she was in an episode, you know, six years old had her first, you know, kind of little guest spot on television. Have I created an Epo baby? You know, maybe. Is she always telling me, mom, 
I need another job. Like, when's my next audition? Sure. Have I created a monster? Yes. Um, you know, it's, you just, I, it, I see how it happens. I see how it happens. Wasn't intentional. Was not intentional. Um, but I understand why people are so frustrated by it. it, it I did read something where, you know, someone mentioned, of course, the entertainment industry, like that's what's being highlighted right now. But what's interesting is, you know, bringing in like Nepo babies and, and the world of politics. And I thought that that was very interesting. And I have not done a deep dive on that. And if you know me, you know, I love a deep dive. So maybe that's what I'll, I'll work on for the next, uh, next week or next couple of weeks. We'll see. Um, but you know, I, I'm thoroughly entertained by, uh, Haley Baldwin's Nepo baby t-shirt. That made, that gave me a giggle and I kind of want one. Not gonna lie. I'm easily influenced by the youth, very easily influenced by the youth. I'm very well aware of my, my elder position, my elder age, but, but very easily influenced. Like the immediately had to get the, the platform Uggs. I'm very tall. Don't, don't need the height. Don't walk in them very gracefully. I do not. Um, but I definitely, I like them. I was influenced. Definitely influenced. Uh, so probably that's my biggest opinion on the Nepo Baby situation is that I am pro Haley Baldwin's Nepo Baby t-shirt and I would like one. And that that's how I feel. Um, all right. We're going to move over to another question with Alexandra. I, I really appreciate this question because, uh, yeah, I, I feel like this gets left out a lot. You said, what is something you wish someone had told you before you had kids? My husband and I are talking about growing our family, and he recently expressed some fear about things changing. And uh, he, you know, just asking, what if we have a kid and then we don't like being parents? Is this a concern? Is this, you know... I think a lot of people have this concern. I don't think that you guys are inventing the wheel. I think a lot of people don't want to vocalize that they have that concern. And I just also want to say that there is a whole world of people who don't have kids and who are so happy. It is totally okay to not want to have kids. That is totally fine. It is totally okay to want kids. It is totally okay to change your mind. Well, obviously, if you bring kids in the world, now you're a parent. So just really think about it because that is a forever job. Um, what I will say is the things that people don't tell you, I think, before you have kids is you, of course, you're going to be tired. Of course, you know, it will make you have to rethink your ability to make plans financially for the rest of your life. I think there's you know, bigger conversations like that. Of course, like there, like I love being a mom. It is always, I've always wanted kids. I knew that very early on. I think that, that it, the things that people don't talk about are that everything changes and it's, if you can be okay with it, it does change. Everything changes. Your relationship with yourself changes, your relationship with your partner changes, your relationship with your friends change. And change isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just looks different. It just looks 
different. And I think the less you fight it, it then you you can maybe process it because you do have to grieve your old self a bit and your old life a bit. And that I think it happens differently for everyone. And so I feel like that's the, I'm sure that, I mean, look, I'm sure you can find a million articles that say that exact same thing, but it's truly, I think, accepting that it will change and, and it's just new. It, it doesn't, and change does not mean bad. I, I watched the Pamela documentary last night. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's Pamela Anderson's documentary. It really is great. I know everyone's posting about it and saying it's great, but it it's really great. And uh, in, it's, in it, look, it's a million things that I could go into a million different tangents on, but in relation to this question that you asked, um, so Pamela Anderson was married to Tommy Lee. They had two children together. Tommy Lee ended up going to jail for six months for... Um, physically assaulting her in child endangerment because she was holding their baby who was in infancy at the time. I, I want to say around six months, um, but definitely under a year. He was physical with her, which is terrible. And of course, scary all around. I'm saying this because there's a moment in the documentary where Pamela goes, I think that he had a ver- like he had postpartum. And he, it cuts, you know, and then eventually it cuts to some interviews with him where he's being interviewed and he is saying that, you know, he just how he wanted, he just was overwhelmed. He wanted his old life back. He didn't know what to do. Like it was all new. Also just puts a very big highlight that we don't really, we only accept one version of having children in this world, which is... God, I roll my eyes at like gender reveal parties and it's all so exciting and it's all like, here's the perfect nursery and here's how we breastfeed, but here's how I don't breastfeed and here's how I do this and everything's amazing or everything's really hard and we're just sleepy. And so even if people are struggling, it's usually, um, you know, it's just, it's all kind of more surface level things. And I think that, you know, on the male side, fathers get left out of that in, in, in a typical, like, heterosexual man-woman relationship, I mean, that, like, that fathers get left out of how they might be doing in, in the postpartum chapter. And so I, it, it, the truth is, yeah, it's hard, and things do change. And the more that you can surround yourself with, um, with people who are able to support you, not just, you know not just to help, you know, physically maybe watch the child every once in a while, but to truly emotionally support you. And if we can all just give each other grace within that period of time and look out for each other a little bit more, and especially, you know, with uh, um, any woman who has given birth or any person who's given birth and they're in what they go through within that first year, um, because postpartum can look different for everybody it can extend past the first year. Um, and also really looking towards men and hearing their fears as well and what they're struggling with as well and trying to make space for all of that. Um, that's a very deep answer 
for, um, for a deep question because it's not that simple. Uh, I will say like it's different for everyone. Everyone has their own different experience. I love being a mom. I have found now so much joy in some things that I thought were overwhelming before. Like now just fun, you know, dinner with the kids or, you know, I'm just having a really good time being a mom right now. And, uh, so there's, there's, there's so many elements where like, I can absolutely just sound like everyone else and go, it's the best fucking thing in the world because it is, I truly believe it is. Um, but it looks different for everybody. And you don't have to know right away, right this second, if you want to have kids, you can take a beat, you can think about it and keep talking about it. And, um, and also remember there's no perfect time to have a child. That's another thing I want to highlight. There is no perfect time to have a child. (laughs) The last time I thought it was a perfect time to have a child, um, I found out I was pregnant two weeks into a global pandemic. So <laughs> even when you try to plan it out and be like, ooh, this is perfect and plan out an entire year around that, um, you know, and then like a global pandemic can, can happen. It can just pop up. So sometimes like when it comes to parenting, you know, there's two things to remember. If, if you hear the calling, listen to it. And sometimes it feels like going into the unknown. And when you do feel overwhelmed and you don't know what to do, sometimes you just got to do the next right thing. Frozen to wisdom. There you go. All right. Have a wonderful week, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed hanging with me in my brain. <laughs> I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go sit in the heat, maybe on a heater. I'm going to go find a heater in my house and just sit on it uh, with my cold brew coffee. And you know what? I hope you have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic week. And if no one's told you yet, I just want to say you're doing great. You are doing a great job. So if if no one's just giving you a little pat on the back, I want you to put your hand right on your back, right on your shoulder. Just give yourself a pat and be like, yeah, I'm doing a great job. Doing a great job. Yes, you are. All right. Have a good one. I will see you next week. This has been a Super Boom podcast hosted by me, Candace King, produced by Melissa D. Mons and Diamond and Print Productions and advertisement partnerships with ACAST. <laughs>